we are on a search. And of course, as people of faith, a search for God, right? And yet, as people of faith, we should be willing to admit that Jesus is really on a search for us. Jesus comes to us in some of the most surprising, maybe even inopportune moments. Jesus comes to us sometimes in the strangest or most ordinary of places. In this morning's remarkable scripture from the Gospel of John, Jesus comes to a Samaritan woman in the middle of the day where she is getting water from the town well. Now, it's a remarkable story on a number of levels because in the patriarchal society of the first century, it is strange and peculiar that a man would speak to a strange woman. That strangeness is magnified because a Jew like Jesus was not supposed to speak to a Samaritan. And her questionable marital status, which is revealed in the next couple of verses, complicates this conversation even further. But I hope you're asking the question, what's wrong with a Samaritan? Well, bad feelings between the Jews and the Samaritans went back centuries before this day. And the relationship is summed up in the story that we just heard. Jews are to have no dealings with the Samaritans. And why? Because the Samaritans were regarded as those who had mixed with foreigners. And they had mixed with foreigners during the time when the Jews were in exile, 500 years before. Wow, 500 years. Now that's a grudge. The Samaritans believed, however, that they worshiped the same God as the Jews, recognized the same scripture, recognized Jacob as their ancestor, just as the Jews did. But the Jewish people felt the Samaritans were hopelessly corrupted by their contact with foreigners. 500 years of animosity is a long time. And what's miraculous about this story is that Jesus bridges that chasm in a moment. Suffice it to say, this woman, this Samaritan, is thoroughly and completely an outsider until Jesus enters her life. And of course, for centuries to come, she is a remarkable image of someone, although marginalized, although cast out. She comes forward in the broad light of day and engages God's love made flesh. But the point of the story is not her engagement, but instead that Jesus goes to her, as if he has been searching for her for a long time. And Jesus, in this deeply offensive act, initiates the conversation and treats her as a child of God. I always hear this story as a story of insiders and outsiders in a community. And you and I, by the very act of worshiping together this morning, or maybe you've served on a Christian ed committee or volunteered at rummage or help out with beds, that makes us insiders. And throughout scripture, it is really the insiders that are always going to Jesus. 
They're always trying to figure him out, asking him questions, but usually the questions are on their terms and about themselves. How do I, Lord, inherit eternal life? But while the insiders always go to Jesus, Jesus seems to keep going to those who are on the outside of the community. The stragglers, the tax collectors, the lepers, the unwanted, the despised, the Samaritans. Jesus seeks them out as children of God. And he's so audacious about this seeking that he even speaks to a Samaritan woman at a well in the middle of the day in broad daylight. I mean, friends, this is the kind of thing get you killed. One pastor has written, I don't think it's much of an overstatement to say that the Gospels are deeply interested in the outsiders. For the New Testament and Jesus' actions tell us time and time again that he gets into all manner of trouble for spending time with the outcasts, the uninformed, those who may not yet have a faith. He engages time and time again in ridiculously dangerous conversations like the one with the Samaritan at the well. This man, the insiders keep saying about him, spends time with sinners. I mean, it's one of the most common charges against Jesus in the Gospels. And to all of this hand-wringing and pearl-clutching Jesus says, the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. There's a remarkable novel written by Ignazio Cerrone entitled Bread and Wine. He wrote it during, as an anti-fascist novel during Mussolini's time in Italy. And in the novel, the main character, Father Benedetto, He's an elderly priest, preaches a sermon and tells people that when things are out of whack in the world and suspicion abounds, God sometimes hides, hides, but appears to us then in strange guises with strange names or even a pseudonym. God, Father Benedetto says, is sometimes hidden in experiences of love, in gestures of justice, and in moments that embrace the outsider. In the novel, a former student of Father Benedetto comes to him and says how worried he is and perplexed about the world, a world which seems to be coming unraveled. And the father says to him that God has entered history incognito before and will again. He says it will not be the first time when the Lord has been forced to hide himself and make use of an assumed name. And then he adds, you know that God has never attached much importance to the names that people give God. On the contrary, one of God's first commands is not to take God's name in vain. And then he tells the story of Elijah from the Hebrew Bible, the Old Testament. Elijah has this remarkable encounter with God, and God come, Elijah comes back to tell the people of his experience. And Elijah says something to them 
that stunned the listeners that God is not present in the wind or the earthquake or the fire, which were all the usual expected signs of God. But Elijah says, no, God was present, maybe even hidden in the quiet sound of a still, small voice. God is present, even when the world seems to be unraveling. But sometimes God is incognito and speaks in a still, small voice. And to those of us who know the story of a God who came to us as a baby, as a child born to poor peasant parents, we should expect be willing to open our hearts to meet God in unexpected guises, in unexpected places, to meet God in ordinary people, in movements for justice, and in small, quiet gestures of dignity and love. Just as the Samaritan woman discovered that remarkably average day,